Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the best in-depth commentary on the anime and manga industry. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is Rock. How are you, Rock? Doing great. Glad to be here as always, Kevin. Yeah. Good to have you back. I know I recorded a quick episode uh, last week without you, but I'm glad to have you back for for this one. That's right. Flying solo, always sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but (laughs) I wanted to to talk a little bit about Boruto, which you could download. There you go. Talk about that. And then I know that. Didn't want to force you into reading something that you were already reading, so <laughs> so it's all good. Um, but but I got you back here, and I'm glad because we're going to be talking about one of the newest manga series that is debuted on Shonen Jump is the Akane Banashi, uh, by Yuki Suenaga and Ta- Takamase Mwao. Um, this is a brand new manga that's uh, recently debuted. It's about five chapters in now. We're going to be covering the first three chapters to give our overall impressions of how the first three chapters of if they grabbed our attention to continue reading on um, moving forward or is it something that didn't really catch our interest so we're giving it that um, chance of the first three chapters of how it caught our eye I think that's a good barometer for for that correct me if I'm wrong rock I agree. I agree. I think if a new manga doesn't catch you in that those first three because really the first chapter is always going to be double-sized chapter So really, uh, you know, I guess with an American comic books, we always were trained. What, what is the default setting? It's the four issue story arc. Right? Yeah. And since you get double, it's a double size issue is the first chapter. Really, you're getting four chapters. That's yeah. kind of like what you would expect on, a, on an initial story arc to get you introduced to the world, the characters and what the gimmick of the title is going to be. I agree. I think you you roll the first three before you make a decision. That's I think it's the best way to handle new manga. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll be covering the first three uh, chapters of Akane Banashi. Um, but before we get into all that, I want to get the housekeeping out of the way here. So as always, you can download the Manga Revolution podcast on any podcast service that that you uh, use, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And we would love it if you rate us and review us five stars. That really does help us out a lot. Um, and you could follow the work Rock and I do on the comic book and manga industry at comicrevolution.com. Rock just posted uh, some sales numbers for comic books uh, recently, and I know he'll probably be posting more uh, sales numbers for manga and other things that, uh, in the coming week. So you'll be on the lookout for that. Um, and I have a few reviews for My Hero Academia and uh, some comic books that just came out. So you could check those out on the ConcRevolution.com website. Um, you could also follow me at, on Twitter at the Kevin Linus and on TikTok at Nerdy Kev. And you can follow the Concrete Revolution at CB Revolution on Twitter. And then also the Manga Revolution podcast at the Manga Podcast on Twitter as well. Rock, where can we find you? You can follow me over on Twitter at Rock2KsRevolution and on Instagram also at Rock2KsRevolution. Awesome. Well, let's get right into uh, reviewing the newest manga that came out on Shonen Jump. Uh, again, we're going to be covering Akane Banashi. It's written by Yuki Tsuenaga and artwork by Takamase Wow. Um, both these uh, creators are pretty pretty new in terms of their names being out there. Uh, from what I found was Takamase Mwa. Uh, they're they're, they have the most notable work out of the two of them, which Ole Golasso um, was the 14-chapter uh, ch- series that in 2016, and uh, Mwa also had a mini uh, three-chapter miniseries called uh, KK in the City of Fog that came out in t- 2017. Um, Suenaga, meanwhile, has done uh, various one-shots, including a uh, one-shot with, with Mwa that's called... Uh, Tata Rashido uh, that preceded this Akane Banashi that it was their first work together. So um, again, they're, they're relatively new new names on, in the industry. So um, so it's good to see that 
they're getting a chance to uh, kind of prove themselves with an ongoing series because Akane Banashi is labeled as an ongoing series. It's not a limited series or anything. So it's cool seeing like Shonen Jump uh, give, give new new creators th- this avenue because especially coming uh, to the West as well, because we see that like they, there's a lot of new creators on Shonen Jump because there's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. And it's cool to see that we're getting it here in the United States. Um, what's your thoughts on this rock of like seeing these new creators uh, breaking out? I love it. I think it's great. The more that you give exposure to some of these newer creators, the more uh, expansive and diverse and deep you make your selection of titles for the American consumer. And it also, I think, gives Shonen Jump the ability to flex the muscles of the manga industry. And I think what is so important to me, I think what the greatest strength of manga is that very nothing in the u.s is going to compete with manga in terms of variety and i think that's its secret sauce among other features too don't get me wrong but one of its big big selling points is man i don't care who you are we got something for you that you're going to be into and we might even have some crazy title about some crazy niche subject that you never would think you would like like i don't cook i burn water okay i can't cook all right, if it wasn't for my wife, I'd be dead. I'd have starved to death. But I I, I remember first, God, forever ago, I mean, this is an older manga now, but I remember when Iron Walk Jan came out. And I was like, mind blown. And it was this competitive cooking manga. Why would a guy who doesn't know how to cook, by the way, doesn't want to know how to cook, uh, <laughs> okay, fall in love with a manga about cooking, competitive cooking? How weird is that? That's the magic of manga. Sometimes it gets yeah. you into something that you wouldn't think you would like. It's kind of yeah. cool. And I'll get into what Akane Banashi is um, here in a second, but I think it's a really cool thing. And I think that this is our first experience really in the West because I think we had this last year with Candy Crush and a few other series yes. that yep. where we, we are seeing that Shonen Jump has a lot of series that are getting that greenlit of ongoing series, but um not everyone survives like past a year or something like that. So like right. we're getting our first experience of like, it, it's starting to feel like because we got Ayashima on recently, Doran Doran on, and we're now we're seeing uh, Akane Banashi, which also was joined by another um, new ongoing series that debuted a week later was the Earth Child of yep. like these new series that like the Japanese audiences are getting um, and we weren't getting before. And now we're kind of in that, like how we are with comic books too of, we don't know if these series are going to continue on. They're like, they're, they're, we're experiencing what is the safe point for manga? Like, yes. how, how far do you got to get in your manga series to be like, okay, you're, you've reached that status where you're going to be constantly published and then it, it will be a bigger deal when you like, oh, this is your final, like maybe canceled or not. I, th- that's what is so exciting about this approach, Kevin. I feel like you and I and other American readers are finally get to getting to experience manga like the Japanese readers have been able to experience it forever, where you get new manga, you got no idea if it's going to be good, you have no idea if it's going to be bad, you have no idea if it's going to be successful, if it's going to get canceled, you don't know anything. It used to be that us over here in the States, we only got manga, Kevin, that had already been thoroughly vetted as extremely popular in Japan, and then they would bring it over here because it had already been tested, right? It had been tested and proven to be super popular there. So then they brought it to the States figuring the chances of, of, of failure are very small, which I get when you're first starting to expand to a new territory. You don't want to just lead with anything. You want to lead with what you think is going to succeed, right? Because you got to make 
got to build your business and yeah. make your brand first. I get that. But I like that we're finally getting to experience manga like Japanese readers where we don't know. We don't know what's going to succeed and what yeah. isn't. It's exciting. It's more organic. It's it's really fascinating. And also, Kevin, you can see to your point, I, I want to mention it a little bit later on the podcast too, but to your point, you can start to see where Shonen Jump is doing a bit of A-B testing, right? Because mm-hmm. you and I talked uh, in a prior podcast about Doran Doran and sorry, Doran Dororan, but I'm always brutalizing <laughs> um, being released around the same time as uh, Ayashiman, right? And being yeah. very similar style manga. That's kind of like that A-B testing, which one's going to succeed. Well, they're doing a little bit A-B testing now yeah. because you've got the one that we're going to review today and Akane Banashi. Well, it also came out around the same time as Shoha Shoten, yeah. which is about stand-up comedy. You can see where Shonen Jump is A-B testing new manga and you know one of them, well, if they're both highly successful, they'll both survive. Yeah. You can kind of tell where Shonen Jump is almost like, which one is, which one is the one we're going to stick with? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and this is and this is a typical thing because I've seen this where, like, I've had a, a Japanese version of Shonen Jump uh, right. at different points. And you, you will find a lot of series that have similar aspects of supernatural stories and uh, or more typical shonen uh, stories, like they're they're hitting the same styles, but it, yep. it is definitely like a what is hitting, what is not, and then sometimes they'll get full series runs, or they'll get like once a month, depend. Like it, it, it all kind of depends uh, on things, and it's both exciting for us as readers because we've never yeah. experienced this on the manga side of things, but it's also <laughs> nerve nerve wracking just because you're like you want to you want to succeed, and so we are in that again, like us with experiencing comic, uh, comic books here in the United States. It's now we're kind of hitting that stride of like now we're getting introduced to new manga series along, even though it's probably like hundreds of other manga series that we still haven't been exposed to yet in this way. So it's fun fun to get into ground uh, ground level of things. Yep. Um, all right, but uh, I'm just getting back to Akane Banashi here. Um, for those that haven't read it yet, um, Akane Banashi does center around the world of Rakugo, um, which is a a uh, Japanese form of entertainment that involves like one performer sitting sitting on a stage, um, telling a story, and while they're telling a story, they're acting out the different characters in their story by giving them different voices, different uh, facial expressions, and um, it's kind of basically what from what I found it online was is a, a ancient Japanese form of improv, and that's where we really start with Akane Banashi, where. Um, it's not about the first chapter isn't about Akane it's about her father um, and we spent basically the entire first chapter seeing her father uh, his name is um, Toru wants to become um, a master Rakugo performer uh, which is the level of Shin, Shin Uchi um, which is um, but to be able to perform at that level he needs to go through this um, school that he wants to get accepted in and he trains but the problem with Toru is that while he is clearly very talented when he's alone and Akane really admires him and everything, and we do see that he does have a lot of talents, he does have a form of stage fright and that really affects <laughs> him when, when it comes, especially when it comes to his big performance that he has to make at the end of the first, uh, towards the end of the first chapter, where he does get really nervous. He does doubt himself that if he could do it. So, well, and so he does this uh, performance that is going to be a make or break performance for him. He does, he starts off initially being very bad, but he is able to recover enough that he gra- grabs some of the attention of the crowd. But um, unfortunately for Toru, um, 
that that is not enough as the ma- master Rakugo player that they, he was performing under to try and become a um, to hopefully learn from tells him and the other performers at this event that they're all failures, that they're not going to be Rakugo players. Um, and this really devastates Toru where Tori was going under the um, stage name of Shinta Arakawa um, and decides because of this and this humiliation, he kills uh, off his uh, Shinta Arakawa Rakugo player uh, performer persona and basically becomes just a sal- uh, salary man. Um, Akane does not accept this and she, because she was in the crowd as a young what 10 year old uh, kid in the crowd of uh, seeing her father fa- fail this way and then seeing him basically become a salary man. Um, she decides I'm going to get revenge for my father, show that my father is incredibly talented by becoming a Rakugo player myself. And that's uh, where we end the first chapter. Then we go into the second and third chapter, which is really about Akane as a teenager. She's about 17 years old. Um, and she is actually being trained by her uh, father's uh, previous sensei uh, to become a Rakugo player. And and she she shows a lot of talent. She just like her father, and she does not have because she is so motivated. She doesn't show that same stage fright that her father had. Um, and she gets a chance to uh, play at a small Rakugo um, event, and where she actually does end up doing really well and capturing the audience, which surprises her um, uh, another protege of the of her teacher. Uh, his name is Guriko. Um, he surprises him, and that it looks like. We end the third, especially the third chapter. We ended with the seemingly Akane has the success of um, for her first performance as a Rakugo performer. Um, Rock overall, what do you think of these three chapters that we got? Uh, they are uh, they're solid. They're solid. I look with manga, Kevin. I'm gonna be totally open with. I don't treat manga reviews like I do. American comic book reviews from Marvel and DC, right? Because American comics are from big corporations and they're controlled by editorial staffs and it's it's more about managing corporate IP. Whereas with manga, it's owned by manga. It's like more personal and more artistic. So I try to be more open-minded with manga. Mm-hmm. This one was fine. I had a lot of quibbles with how the first chapter was constructed mm-hmm. for me. We, I, it's interesting that yeah, we focus on Shinta on the first chapter. Yeah, there is roughly fifty-five pages long, so it's it's a lot. Focusing on Shinta, the dad. Yeah. Before we end it, right? We end chapter one with, oh, it's Akane's story. He even says it, my story, right? And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. My only comp- my only criticism with that is as we roll into chapters two and three, two being, you know, chapter one, setting up the dad, mm-hmm. and then chapter two being Akane uh, showing you her training and her motivation for entering the world of Rakugo. And then the third chapter showing you her on the stage and performing her craft and what her talent is. Now, from that standpoint, Kevin, yeah, I mean, technically, that's all properly constructed i'm not saying it's not properly constructed it is that that is that is good a b c plot progression and story construction no doubt so technically i can't complain about it i guess more in terms of uh, what i'm looking from characters 
uh, we spend the entire 55 pages of the first chapter focusing on the dad when he doesn't matter. And I'd rather have seen more about Akane. And that kind of plays into my next uh, criticism, which would be I prefer my characters to have their own agency. And so I would prefer Akane to have been introduced in the first chapter and let us know why she feels like she needs to be in Rakugo. Something personal cool. rather than I'm going to pick up the mantle of my dad, which I get it. You carry on the, you know, I, I get the whole like feudal aspect of carry on your family's mantle, but I like my characters to have their own agency. Why am I doing this for me? Not well, for my parent. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, this is where I actually differ from you. And I actually disagree really is because I do actually enjoy the spin that they do with the first chapter of giving Toru under the name of Shinta Arakawa because that's performer's name for as right. a Rukuga player. Um, and why they make a big deal of him like Shinta dying, but not the dad because the dad becomes right. like, as Toru just becomes a salary man. Um, mm-hmm. I like it just because Toru is actually the typical Shonen Jump like protagonist, really, of like, you see how hardworking he is. You see that he has this dream that he aspires to, that he's working every day, that obviously like his wife and daughter both support him in. Um, mm-hmm. And so he has this support system. He is showing it like throughout the first chapter, we do see him work hard. Um, and I like that it, it leads you to think, oh, we're part of Toru's journey because even this, we see that, Tori's trying to get accepted as uh, into the school, even though he's an adult with a child right now, he's trying to get accepted into this prestigious school for Rakuga players um, so that he could live out his dream. Um, and they, he gets shot down. Like we don't see that with like manga protagonists, especially the, like he is the manga protagonist that we we're following in the first chapter. And it's kind of that spin of like where, when you go into like Naruto or My Hero Academia, these characters that are trying to live out their dreams and even when they get shot down, they continue to get back up. That's why we like uh, Izuku Midoriya or Naruto or um, in characters like this. And here we have this character that kind of is in his last shots, really, like mm-hmm. to be, live out his dream. And he gets shot down so hard that he kills off uh, any form of living out that dream of his Shinta Arakawa uh, uh character and just becomes a regular salary man because he's like you know what this is um i tried i tried this i did everything i could i obviously failed the person that is seen as the greatest rakuga player even told me i'm a failure rather than continuing on because i he does have a wife and kid um he stops and i did like throughout the first chapter even though um we do focus on him a lot that we do see a connect throughout the chapter of like how much she loves and appreciates what her dad did and she did look up to him like we saw like how she was spying on him throughout the first chapter. Um, and I think that does actually give motivation for why Akane wants in her own age. Like I, I do think that she does have her own agency because she is looking to prove her father's dream. wasn't a failure, like something that he was going to be a failure at. And so she chooses for herself that she is going to get revenge for her father by proving that like everything that he was learning, everything that the stories that he was telling um, were actually really good stories and while she is doing it for her father's name she is also doing it for her own personal motivations because she want, wants to show that being a recruit performer isn't like something that you're going to be a failure at like kind of what her dad's like she saw that her dad is that like even though he's earning more money as like a salary man 
it's not what he wants to do and that it is something that he could have done if he, he continued on and didn't just let um the like the one big failure like kind of define right. define the rest of his life yeah for me i guess i i don't see him as being your prototypical your uh manga shonen manga protagonist at all uh because the ones you mentioned are all 13 14 this dude's yeah, in yeah. his 30s yeah so no but uh, 13, well, I, 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 a 14 year old going on a journey yeah. to become good is a lot different than some dude in his 30s who's been striking out his entire life yeah. not realizing that he sucks well and so as i'm reading it i'm like bro yeah. you suck i'm not expecting him to to succeed i'm like you're you you come across like a dude in your 30s who's yeah. pathetic because you've realized you're not good enough to do this. I may have you know, wanted to play in Major League Baseball as a teenager, and then I realized, guess what? I can't, and I moved on with my life. And this dude's in his 30s. So for me, it's like, you're in your 30s. You've not realized you can't do it yet. That's kind of sad and pathetic. There's no way you're going to be my main focus. And you're totally different than all the typical shonen protagonists who are all 13 or 14, and the reason they're chasing their dream and aren't good yet is because they're 13 or 14. And they have the whole life ahead of them. So for me, that the dad, well, I, I didn't see it at all that way. Didn't that's why it didn't well, work for the dad. Well, yeah, then that's why because I, based on the name alone, I like I kind of like I knew that the daughter, like that yeah. we saw throughout the first chapter, was going to be the main character. Sure. And I was waiting to see what the transition would be. And you're right that, like, we kind of are set up to think that he is going to be a failure in some way because he's not the story that we're following. What I meant by like. Like he has the more typical shonen character. Like he has the typical characteristics, even though it's his life, he's not a 13 year old, obviously he's a 30 year old with yeah. a kid. Um, but he's given the, like the characteristics that you would find in the main character of like any series that we're following first. And yeah. I, it was interesting to see that the first chapter was focused on him because it kind of felt like almost like American comedy as well. Cause we see there's a lot of performers in American comedies that do stand up routines like on their, off periods until they finally make the break because there's like so many stand-up comedians you'll find at any stand-up stand-up um night at that are still breaking trying to break out they're in their late 20s or, or, or 30s and sometimes 40s that they're trying to break it in and that that's kind of what the, uh toru's character felt like is that this guy that he maybe has a side job to earn money but what he feels like is his main job is this dream of becoming a rakuga player and that's why i appreciated that we're seeing seeing this guy that's trying to live out his dream even in, in his older age when he has a kid and stuff like that and he finally gets this one big break of like this to make or break it and he actually doesn't end up succeeding which is not the typical thing that we see with like someone that it gets the the first chapter focus yeah. like the main character because he does get the first main like he does come across as the main character of the story because he gets the most of the attention absolutely um, and i like that we end the first chapter and the main character of the first chapter actually ends up being a failure and it transitions into his daughter who is the true main character of the series. Mm -hmm. um, and I like that. It's just a change of pace from what I would typically expect of a manga. It is. It is definitely a change of pace. It just, it just didn't work for me. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't like, again, not bad. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think it was a particularly compelling way to get me into the story. It just, mm -hmm. it didn't help hook me in. And then when I got Akane, appearing as the main character in chapter two she's already kind of a wonderkind so i'm like oh yeah. okay so we're gonna we're gonna go with uh you're super talented out the box manga yeah. protagonist versus having to work 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 fail work fail work fail power up power up kind of approach which is again fine there's plenty of manga that start with an op character and they go from there um 
I don't know. I guess I just, for me, I like, I don't know. I don't, uh, you know, I would never want my boys to ever, ever, ever pick their path in life based on what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Never. I want them to blaze their own trail based on their own passions and their own likes. So I guess maybe for me, the idea of I'm doing this because of my, I just, it didn't resonate with me. Again, I'm not saying it's poorly done. It's mm -hmm. not. <laughs> technically, yeah. it is well, it, technically, it's well plotted. It's well constructed. It all makes sense. The story beats all make sense. This is not bad writing. It's just not an approach that I found to be particularly compelling for me. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And I think for me, it would have been different if like maybe her father or mother pushed her to it. But mm -hmm. I like that the in the second and third chapter that we do see her she is the one that sought out uh, her father's former teacher. Not it wasn't that she was already getting trained yeah. in it, and that that is like one Chris, like the criticism I do agree with is that it, her evolution to become a talented Rakuga player is very quick. It's quick, like, <laughs> and that so like it does take away that journey that her we saw her father did <laughs> yes. So she is a wonder kid, um, um, right? For and, and for that aspect, yeah, I do agree with that. That is like. Not the, like usually what I'm into of like following a super talented person right out of the gate. I agree. Um, that's or, or that or that or that they have so much talent that like even if they don't have the experience that it gets them through everything or they have the superpower that gets them through it. Um, but what I did like is yeah. that in the in that second chapter, it does establish that she's the one that cho chooses it. it because she does get that motivation of. I, I don't like how my dad was treated and um, and that he became he his dream was shattered. So, you know what, I'm going to uh, do everything in my power to prove that what my, the, the path that my dad did want to go through is not something that he, he would have failed at. And I think that right. that was the important thing is that um, it would have been different for me if maybe her, she was already going through Rakugo training mm -hmm. or she would, or like her dad was pushing her to do it because he failed at it. Kind of like what we see with like, like people that they're, they tried to be become an athlete and then they, huh? but because they didn't, weren't good enough to become, go into the NFL, they, they pushed their son, their, their son, uh, son to, <laughs> to play football and become an NFL player. Like yeah. he's not that type of dad. No, he, no, no, he, he's not. And so it, it is her choice. She specifically like they, yeah. uh, Suanaga and Moi specifically point, put to push her to be the one that seeks this out instead of her parents being the one that pushes it to, to yeah. that. And I, that's what I did like about mm -hmm. her. It, it is her choice. It isn't it is. like, her don't force her choice. yeah, absolutely. And, I, and, it, I, and it doesn't seem like they know that she's, that she so made this choice. She appears to be doing this kind of on her own, on her own time outside of the sphere of the daily life of the family. That is, it certainly, certainly conveys that. I mean, she's even meeting with her teacher kind of in private, you know, in secrecy, so nobody knows at all. So she's definitely doing this on the down low, which gives more, uh, you know, allows it to be. While it's stemming from her dad, allows her to be something that she's pursuing on her own in secrecy to try to help emphasize that aspect. I I'm with you. I, I guess my other big concern with this manga is that she's she's a wonderkin. She's already like phenomenal right out the gate. You know, and we just saw how hard it is to succeed in Rakugo because his, her dad uh, failed for years and years and years and years and years. So we know it's not something that anybody can just roll in there and do, right? We've, we've established in the first chapter, this is really hard. This is really hard stuff. And she just comes and just crushes it over center field in her first try. And I'm with you, Wonderkin, 
manga protagonists, they only work, OP characters out the box, only work for me if there is an obvious, um, if we are obviously taking a satirical or uh, bit of a lampooning approach to a particular trope like One Punch Man. He's super OP. Saitama is super OP. But that's okay because the, uh, the point of the manga is not his journey, right? The point of the manga is he wants a fight that actually tests himself. And it takes a lot of the shonen manga fighting tropes and puts them on their head. And that's the joy of the story, right? And it's played for comedy. And that, that's, that's the fun. This is not the same. We're not, putting, we're, not, we're not putting tropes on their head. We're not playing for laughs. You know what I mean? It's being presented as serious. And I guess that's kind of hard when you have an OP Wonderkin kind of protagonist. Yeah, and I think this is where, and I would say that for Akane Banashi, probably like this is another example of how maybe it's important to have like the artists and writers separate um, because I think Akane Banashi is another series where because you do have um, uh, Suenaga writing and then Mao doing the artwork, I think it has some of the strongest art are out of the gates um yeah, in does. terms of, of refined style refined style because we do find it as a like with a lot of mangas like their first chapter isn't the cha- the same style that you're going to see like 10 chapters later because they're still right. like the, the mangaka is still refining their style um mm-hmm. because they're both handling both the writing and artwork typically yeah. here that that's not the case so i was able to spend much more time with getting the character designs right and i think the character designs are great they are. I think the one thing that, like, kind of like what you're mentioning of what, what One Punch did, man, did of turning uh, the what typical shonen jumps um, do uh, on their head is that with the artwork as well, uh, like yes. with character facial reactions. I wish that um, Mao would have gone with more an exaggerated facial reaction for like uh, um, Guriku, uh, Guriko, um, when he they reacted to. Um, to how good Akane is at the beginning, I think that would have helped some of the, get what you're talking about with turning what the typical stories are on their head is that I think the artwork should have been maybe played a little bit more for laughs because of how shocked everybody is and maybe did a couple more crowd shots as well because um, while like the main character of Akane looks great and all the other characters do look really good and detailed, yep. I think it would have helped with like when Akane was performing that we saw like people were that were shocked in the crowd because this is a young girl in her with 16, 17 yeah. doing this well, or like you saw like others laughing and all this stuff. So I wish that there was more time spent on that type of stuff because it, mm-hmm. it would have helped kind of like what you're saying is that you want to turn it on its head a little bit. Cause like everybody's not expecting a 17 year old to be this talented because her right. dad was what in his thirties yeah. and was talented, but did not- have that stage fright. That's um, right. So it would have been good to like have those more, comedic or breaking the fourth wall moments a little bit in this mm-hmm. with with the other characters around akane mm-hmm. um and i think that's where like while i love i do actually really enjoy mal's artwork i wish that that is one thing that they decided to do when it came to drawing other characters around akane and that's a and that's actually a good point because you're right uh mal's art it, it's great i i like his art the art is really solid and to your point kevin it's solid right out the gate okay this is not like most manga that you and i review most new ones that we review we're always like okay the art's a little hit or miss but then by chapter what 10 or so you and i are both like hey this art's really ramping up this art's really getting good well 
in this in this scenario, you're absolutely right. Mal just hits the just hits the ground running. The manga looks great from the start. The character designs are all great. This is good art. It's high quality right from the beginning. I love it. I like that aspect about this manga a lot. But you're right. Uh, the way it's drawn in the third chapter during Akane's first show, it is very, this expressions are all very serious. Everything is played seriously. There's no over-the-top reactions to anything. And because it's all drawn very serious, it conveys the fact that, no, she's just a baller. It is, end of story. And you're kind of like, oh, okay. So if you're already awesome out the gate, what do I need to come back for in the next chapters? Like, you're awesome. All right, you're done. I, there's no reason for me to come back for more now. I guess that's kind of my problem because there isn't the comedy or playfully turning things on its tropes on its head. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that, that's what I agree with too is that like it seems like she was already performing in a place similar to her dad. Um, yep. And so she was getting the right reaction. So I kind of wish, and again, I don't know too much about Rakugo outside of what I read online. Agreed, would have right. been. I would have been more interested if maybe it was kind of like how we have at Improv Comedy Nights where you yeah. have like a crowd, like you, I'm not sure if you've been to rock where it's like, oh yeah, people that have only been like performed maybe one or two times at a bar or yeah. whatever. They're and super like nervous. you have like you have like maybe three tables that have two people on them, right? And yeah. that's kind of what I wish for in terms of the crowd here, where it wasn't yeah. actually a big crowd. Maybe there was like four or five people attending it, but uh-huh. Akane was performing this, and each person got a dedicated reaction to what how Akane was performing. Like you could have one serious laughing, one serious like being shocked, one mm-hmm. being like having this seventeen-year-old performers performing this. What? How is she this good? Something's yeah. like each character. Like I, that's kind of what I wish that in terms of the first performance. Again, I don't know if this is like typical for Rakugo of like it's this popular that it, it's always right. this packed because this is my first time being exposed to this. But I kind of wish they took like how we have it where at comedy events where like there was one person drinking or whatever, and they're not even paying attention to performing or whatever, something like that to differentiate it. So that way the, the surround, the surroundings of Kane uh, complement what, how she, how young she is, how this is her first time and that she is getting different reactions from different people, depending on what people were expecting of the 17 year old. Cause she is a 17 year old. And I, I think that would have, that would have put over her as a wonder kid yeah. Um, in in a better way than like just going completely serious route like they they did with this uh, the chapter thir- the the third chapter. I I completely agree. And a smaller crowd that would have been a much better idea because you're right. When you go to these like stand up comedy nights and especially with the ones who are you know opening up the show, it's usually a pretty small. You know, it's 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 like you yeah. said. It's maybe two or three tables. It's very small, and because it's only a couple of people attending or a few tables you really get the reaction from the people positively or negatively to that opener right and it it can be quite nerve-wracking even if you're doing well it can be quite nerve-wracking and you're right they didn't do that here instead instead it's 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 a packed it's a packed uh crowd and it's played very seriously i you know kevin at this point i kind of wanted to mention i wanted to mention the other manga title that they are a b testing with this one mm-hmm. and 
Shoha Shoten, I think the big difference, if you read the first three chapters that I'm not going to, we're not going to review it now. I'm not going to go into it now either, but I'm just going to say on a surface, if you review the, if you read the first three chapters of that one, Kevin, your protagonist, you do see uh, that he is very talented in terms of comedy writing it, right? And he's really popular online uh, with, he's got a Twitter account that's super, that's, that's all the rage in Japan because it's super funny. All the tweets are super funny. But he has no confidence. He is scared to death to be in front of people. He has stage fright that cripples him. So if he goes to do any stand-up comedy or any you know, right in front of people, even just one person, he's like, Ugh! and he just locks up and he's horrible. And they pair him up with a sidekick who is the opposite. He's not good about, he can't write comedy, but he can act it. And he has no, fe- he has no fear about being on stage. And so that sets the stage of, ah, so the kid is talented, but he bombs when he's on the stage and he needs the sidekick of his to try to help him a buddy, like a typical buddy team, right? Where you compliment each other, right? Everybody compliments each other. It's a big theme in Shonen manga. Everyone has a role. It, that after the end of the three chapters, you're like, Ooh, I want to come back more because I can see where this kid is talented and has a passion, but he really sucks <laughs> on stage. And you want to see, you want to see more and you like the buddy team of the two characters being so radically different, but really meshing well with each other. And I feel like that's missing here. Yeah. We don't get a buddy that she messes. We don't get a buddy that she meshes with. I, I understand we have the, 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 the guy that we meet who is, uh, you know, been studying at Rakugo forever, but he's not really, they're, they're not really paired up and you don't have the, well, what's, what's the journey I'm coming back to see. And I think Shoha Shoten gives you that and it's missing here. Yeah. And I think that that's the, like the, um, the drawback of the first chapter spent being about her father. So that, yeah. that way, like you do get these two chapters that really is the same length as the first chapter, like the first chapter total, yeah. uh, like um, since the first chapter is 55 pages and the second and third are the typical manga length of 20, right. about 20 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you already spent this one chapter on her dad. So that way, like the next two chapters really don't get the time to spend on developing the supporting cast yet, yep. Yep. Um, yep. which is what I, why I want to read more and see if the supporting, like the Guriko and uh, like maybe someone else gets established as a supporting cast. But I do also like that in terms of the second and third chapter that for Akane's character, that you do see how she has been so focused on her Rakugo playing that she also doesn't know how to interact with other people. Like you get yeah. that especially... In the yeah. third chapter where she gets introduced to the manager of the place where she's going to be uh, performing, she actually shows off nervousness. And I think this is the be- like where some of the artwork does flex its muscle a little bit with more, I, more, like doing some com- comedy of her facial reactions and stuff like that. Of like she appears nervous talking to somebody else. And yes. that kind of get conveys that, oh, she's so focused on becoming a recruiter player that she barely interacts with people at her school. She doesn't know right. how to inter- like talk with others, even with Guriko. She's kind of rough and gruff a little bit. Yeah. Because she like it doesn't seem like she only interacts with her teacher, uh, Rakugo teacher, and that's it <laughs> her entire life. And so like when she meets new people, she is a little flustered. But that and I think that does lead into like her being so confident as a Rakugo player. I think that is I think yeah. hopefully like in the fourth chapter, which I, I do plan on reading after this podcast. I think I want to see that balance of like does she mm-hmm. 
is is she does she not know how to communicate with others really right. when she's like one one on one or like in in a in a party setting but yeah. she is very confident when she's on stage because she's been training her entire life and i think if they could strike that balance a little bit more of like introducing more of a supporting cast i mm-hmm. think that'll be really good for the series long term of like oh yeah. have her build out like interacting with other people see how she's actually building out her friend network because she it doesn't seem like she has very many friends oh. or if any at all because she's oh, been so focused on her on this career yeah um and so that's what i hope for the series moving forward is that maybe yep. kuriko becomes part of her supporting cast as like a fellow pupil to uh, at this um at, with the same teacher um and then like maybe we get introduced some friends from school as well or like some people that she knows from school um and things like that because it does seem like that's the angle that i will give this series death um by like yeah building out a su- strong supporting cast well i i totally agree the supporting cast is practically non-existent again compared to shoha shoten which not just gives you the buddy team they also give you uh there's another female character that's in there it's a possible romantic interest maybe you don't know for sure but and then you get the parents and you get a sibling and you get you get a kevin at the end of at the end of the three chapters you have a really big supporting i mean a really big one that's well fleshed out and by contrast on ikane banashi i get one and then a teacher and possibly a a uh contemporary that she may be you know learning with at some point it's not much it's pretty thin on the supporting cast yeah and i think that that is the definitely the risk that uh, Suenaga and Moa took with the first chapter, especially oh, yeah. like because that's where I go back to. The first chapter is different from any other first chapter for this? any manga that I've read because it focuses on the dad so much, and like Akane is part of the first chapter. Oh, she's there. She's but, there. She but she's not the main thing that you're no. invested in in the first chapter. And she's very young. I mean, yeah. she's like what, seven, she's ten, like ten eight, years old. Ten. Okay, yeah, because yeah. she's seven. Like she's seventeen that's by right. the second chapter, so. I mean, it's supposed the second chapter takes place six years after, um, or about about six years. Um, And so she's like a ten year old in in the first chapter, so she's not the main focus there. So that 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 was definitely the risk that they took, and I think that's where you see that risk maybe uh, doesn't work, especially if you're just reading the first three chapters of. There's not much of a supporting cast whatsoever because the second and third chapter needs you focus on Akane because we don't have much development on her character outside of that she loved her dad and and we looked up to her dad's. as a Lakuga player. That's right. So, you so, know, look, I appreciate the risk taking with the first yeah. chapter. That's very cool. And I will never discourage risk taking. Yeah. And uh, sometimes risk taking pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And that happens. And there you go. <laughs> yeah, and I, th- I think that, that's why that's why personally I want to try and read the, like I, I want to go and read the first uh, the fourth and fifth chapter after this, just because I, I do have enough investment in where the story is going right now to give a couple more chapters into it and then see if like the fourth and fifth chapter start developing that supporting cast. Cause I think right. longevity for any series, um, oh, yeah. this goes for manga, comic books or anything yeah. is your supporting cast. You do need a strong supporting cast around your main character. And I think that's what it kind of is lacking right now in the first three yes. chapters, but hopefully that is res- something that is rectified in the, like the next couple of chapters. Cause it definitely needs it. If, especially if it's going to be a long-term series. Oh, Oh, a hundred percent agree. No, no, there's no doubt. Especially if you're not going to have your, especially when you're not going to go on the journey of the hero getting better too. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? You really need to have, you really need to have something else there. Yeah. And especially, and I'll be interested to see if, because 
the way Akane interacts with the people that we do see her interact with, I do want want to see how she deals with failure as well, because that's the other thing that like with because she is obviously very talented. And I think part of her being talented, I think, is also um, whenever you have these type of characters is that how do they deal with failure as well whenever yes. they do run into the roadblock? And I, that's that's the other thing that I want. I, that's why I do kind of like Akane's character mm-hmm. being a talented person, because now I want to see not only how she succeeds, but how she deals with not doing as well as in another performance or she it may be dealing with the same problems that her dad did with like stage fright or like right. it, what happens if her story isn't being well received and yeah. her characters aren't being well received how does she is she flexible enough to to change things up during the performance is she or will she after the performance will she learn from it that's right. kind of what i want to see in this series is that how does she continue to learn and progress um because and use the talent that she does have to become the Rokugo player that her dad wasn't able to. Yep. Yep. That's, that's pretty much the only Avenue they have to take with a character like this. Uh, it's, you know, it doesn't have a huge, uh, that kind of character doesn't have a huge appeal for me. It just doesn't. Um, not when presented in a serious fashion like this, it's, it's very, very limited appeal for me. I'll probably tap out of this mm-hmm. series after these three chapters only because Shoha Shoten, I think, is so much better. And I only have so much time, Kevin. <laughs> I, only, well, I mean, look, I mean, look, if I had unlimited time, would I continue to read it and see if it got better? Sure, of course. But I mean, there's also the practical standpoint of, I, you know, we only have so much time to consume uh, manga, right? And I'm sure people who listen to the podcast only have so much time to consume the manga as well. So if you are like us and are limited in time and you, Unless you just love comedy manga and that's all you read, then great. Read more than one. But if you're someone like me who I don't have unlimited time and I I kind of pick, I pick and choose from different genres, you know, because I can't read all of them. So for me to get that itch, to, to, you know, to, to scratch that itch of a comedy genre manga, I found Shoha Shoten to be better. So I'm sticking on that path versus Akane Banashi. And I think for, for me, I'm going to, I, I'm reading uh, Shota as well, but I, I want to stick with Akane for a little bit longer just because I do I do actually enjoy Akane's character for what, what's established. I would, do want the supporting cast to be stronger. And I think, especially if you're looking for something that's not the typical shonen story, oh, yeah. like the action adventure, I think Akane is a good uh, yes. addition to the, like, the, especially the Viz Media app that we have of like totally. showing the different variety that we could get. And then just also the world of Rokugo, I, I think is kind of fascinating to me. And I yep. always do. That's why I like Shota as well. Like comedy mm-hmm. things of like entertainment, like the entertainment industry. And I like that we're seeing this other form of entertainment in Japan as well. And that's, that's another thing that why I want to stick around and see how thing, yep. they develop this world that I'm not familiar with, or this uh, part of the culture that I'm not familiar with at all. Um, and I think, again, if you're looking for that type of story where it's not it's not an action, if you're just into like oh. some more slice of life more and and are interested in like the career, like the entertainment industry in, in Japan, like there's different forms of it. I think this is a good series to get into and then just try out and see if it hooks you with the main character. Um, yeah. But again, it, I think for the longevity of it, like I, I do need a stronger, a strong supporting cast to be developed soon. soon. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Look, it's great that it's on the, the app. I love it. The more different things they try, good thing. Even if I may be tapping out, doesn't mean I don't like that Shonen Jump is throwing all these different kind of manga at them. I love that. Keep doing it. The more different things we get, the better. So love it. Fantastic. Uh, it's just 
I'm sticking with the other comedy yeah. mock their A B testing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think um, again, Suenaga, I think writing for what, what it was, I think was was solid. Oh yeah, um, again, I think the artwork I think is where really it stands out for yes. most. Um, yes. uh, just going back to Moa's artwork is that this is really refined art style, and that this is kind of what you see when it comes to that the creator, like there's two creators working on this yes. collaborating. One is dedicated to the art, one is dedicated to the um to the writing, and it and it does pay off here where it does feel like the style has been refined right out of the gate instead of it the art artwork needing to be refined over the course of its lifespan, which we do see with some manga. Like it does take a, a while for the artist to really nail yeah. down how specifically the, the art style, the way it draws the world, the main characters and things like that. Um, even our favorite mangas, like I think, do that as well. So, um, and I think out of the gate, this is probably one of the better looking mangas you get from first chapter going forward. Well, look, I think, I mean, you're on it. Whenever you see two mangaka on a title, it, it, it just ramps the art up so much faster. I mean, Shoha Shoten, you know, it's, it's the same deal. You've got, Akinari Asakura doing the words and then you have uh, Takeshi Obata doing the art and because of that what happens the art just out the gate is just better it's just better so that's the advantage to having uh, the two creator approach on these titles the art really the art really benefits because Akane Banashi just has it's nice art right from the start I was pleasantly surprised about that too yeah, and it also has the consistency. I think that's the important Very thing. Much so. Like when you when you yes. go from the first because the first chapter will have really good artwork as well. Oh, yeah. Normally, but then like the judgment is that second and third chapter. Yeah. And you see that consistency from the first chapter continue on in that second third with now that it's oh, yeah. on a weekly schedule. Mm-hmm. It is able to keep up that weekly schedule and the consistency in the art style because yeah. it's you do have the two creators. Again, that is the benefit. Uh nothing against like having one creator, because there's a lot of manga series that are great and have one creator oh, yeah. on it. But yeah. again, this is just a benefit right out of the gate. You have one writer, one artist collaborating together on, on this to establish not just a, the um, the tone, but also just a, the look of, of everything. So um, yeah. so again, it, it's it's good. And I, I do like, and I hope we see more mangas like this just because I think it, it's good for both of them. So uh, both the writer and artist to be yep. able to kind of collaborate and then not having like one focus on on one aspect of the series to make it a strong overall absolutely agree so all right awesome well I, I, again i don't think we're gonna give a rating because it's we did review three chapters but i think rock you are in lower end you're not gonna pass on reading going beyond but i'm going to continue on um but again it's uh good to see more deaf and i think we'll be catching more new manga that were that uh is debuting on shonen jumps uh app so just be on the lookout for that uh but and that's where we're going to end things. So, Rock, thank you very much for joining me on this episode. Absolutely. Fun time as always, Kevin. All right. Well, ho- hope you enjoy your shorter day than usual because we <laughs> just dealt with uh, uh, spring forward today. So um, <laughs> hopefully you could make up that one hour that you lost. And I hope everyone has a good rest of your day.